With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Tuesday's now six-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, we are starting this a little over an hour before the Charlotte and Portland Hammers, so we have absolutely no idea how we're doing. If you have as much Malik Monk, LaMelo Ball, PJ Washington, and Miles Bridges as I do, Rinpak, how are you doing? I'm doing well. We'll see... Uh... Which one of those guys and Dame Lillard on the other side of things really spikes a fire in our lineups? But it should be a fun late night hammer, the truest of late night hammers, the ten thirty Eastern uh, tip off. So it'll be exciting to see who really pulls us uh, to the promised land. As long as two of those Charlotte Hornets smash, I'll be a happy kid. I'll just take two. Just give me two uh, optimal guys out of those four. Uh, pair them with Damian Lillard, and let's uh, let's have a party. So uh, you you ready to get started? Let's do it. Perfect. Uh, before we get going, get down to that bottom bar. You know the drill by now. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. Let's go to the top of point guard uh, over on DraftKings. Uh, LeBron James up against Phoenix. We know this Phoenix team. Again, Chris Ball gets added, and all of a sudden, Phoenix is just a great defensive team. Uh, I don't know why that is. Maybe he just likes to yell a lot. I think he does. That might make some sense to me. So LeBron James, 10-7. Uh, still not the, the greatest, you would say, for Matt matchup but it's LeBron James we're starting to see him come a little bit alive uh he only played 24 minutes in that absolute massacre against Golden State the other night uh put up 41 there but coming off a 67.75 against this Portland team or against Portland uh the the team going tonight uh but they're playing Phoenix there on Tuesday uh Russell Westbrook 10,100 up against Memphis uh continues to just kind of put fill up the box score the way that he does the system went way down after three consecutive double digit games uh he only went for four assists I know because I bet the over on the prop. I didn't enjoy that fact. So I'm hoping that he gets back on the train of those double-digit assists here against Memphis. Good good spot for him. And then Trey Young, 9,600. A tough matchup against Miami. Coming off of a couple duds consecutively. This Hawks team switching coaches. Now it's Nate McMillan at the helm after going 14-20, and 20, I believe was the number that I saw. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that was their record. Rinpak, talk about the top end of point guard. Yeah, LeBron, Trey Young, Russ Westbrook. I'll make for some fine pay-up options I'm fairly excited to uh, try to find a way to uh, see what the ownership is on Russell Westbrook and try to maybe potentially go up there. We haven't seen Russell Westbrook above uh, 10K that often this year. I know there was a stretch uh, last week he was, but at that price tag versus his Memphis matchup, last time he played Memphis, I believe he went north of 60 fantasy points. Uh, I believe it was in the bubble, I believe. If not the bubble, but it was uh, before the COVID shutdown last year. 
I like uh, riding with Westbrook again, 10-1. I expect those assists to go up. LeBron in a tough Phoenix matchup. I still find I'm going to expect LeBron to find uh, f- find his own way to really uh, get us there. 10-7 is going to be expensive, but we saw what he did in the first half alone. I believe he was in what, north of 30 fantasy points against Golden State. They just didn't need him against in the second half. That's why he only played 24 minutes. I expect the minutes to go up. So it's a pretty competitive game against Phoenix. It should be a fun watch playing his old pal, Chris Paul. On the other side of things, some spend down options. John Moran just is, does not look good. Maybe this guy was overhyped. Maybe this guy's overrated. And I think we all took him. Uh, we really oversold his rookie of the year hype into the second year. The injury uh, has been uh, kind of lingering. I think he's playing through it. They obviously uh, blew past Houston and he put up 22 fantasy points in 26 minutes. And he didn't get to double-digit real-life points even. So I expect him to bounce back versus Washington. It is Washington. So I think we need to ride ride John Moran at that 7K price tag. Hopefully he shows uh, some flashes of his rookie of the year uh, self sooner than later. Spending down options. If uh, Derek Rose is still going to get some run uh, with no Elf Payton, I think we can go to him just because we know what the minutes are there. Pivotal doesn't care about this guy's injury history. He's just going to ride him out 5,900 versus San Antonio. San Antonio will be in a back-to-back. So I think there's some merit to going to Trey Young. Oh, sorry, Derek Rose uh, against uh, San Antonio tomorrow. I don't know why I mixed that up. But over there, it happens. Top end it happens. Out, Trust me, it happens. Top end point guard on FanDuel. Uh, Trey Young stands out 9,400 versus Miami. New head coach. Maybe the team comes out motivated. Uh, and we'll see what he does. He played Miami. Uh, he's played Miami a couple times this year. One game he went from 66. So it's, I think, saving those four, a couple hundred dollars uh, to Westbrook, maybe. Is it a contrarian play? I like Westbrook at 9,600 and John Moran definitely 7,100 makes for a fine option as well. I think uh, Jamal Murray will be coming in at a very low ownership. They'll be on a back to back versus Milwaukee. So I think that's just purely an ownership play. Other uh, spend down options, I think. We can uh, potentially go to Kemba Walker. We're seeing the minutes uh, creep over 30 now, way consistently. I want to say the last one, two, uh, about the last seven games, he's played north of 30 minutes. I think Kemba versus a Clippers matchup. The matchup is kind of a concern. He's just going to be pestered by Pat Beverly at times. Uh, That's the only concern I have, but I do like that price tag. The minutes are there. And uh, we can uh, potentially go back to Goran Dragic. He burned a lot of us last time out. Just monitor the situation with Jimmy Butler. If he's out, I think uh, seeing what the ownership comes in versus none versus Dragic, there's going to be a fun if-then game playing there. And just playing the ownership game might pay off for you, as it did for many people last time out. Uh, it's kind of wraps up the point guard position. Uh, no really spend-down options really stand up to me in I got one guy just because uh, we had uh, Facundo Campazzo. What a wonderful phrase. Uh, he ended up getting ruled out for the week here. Uh, sorry, the Acuna Matata. I just love the fact that the syllables match up. Uh, he's going to be out for the next three games. Uh, we're seeing more still at 4,600 down there in the bottom end. PJ Dozier, I think, is blowing up a lot of lineups right now. Seven minutes, over uh, two from the floor, zero fantasy points. That seems suboptimal. So, uh, he, oh, he has one turnover and an assist. So what would they be? 0.25. Good times. Good job, PJ Dozier. So uh, 29%, you're going to see that come way, way down uh, if you were to be 
uh, an absolute blow-up chalk spot. I wouldn't mind having a little bit because, again, if you want to go any what stars and scrubs, 3,200, you could do worse than that in a track meet game against Milwaukee that's playing up in pace this year. The one bummer of this slate from the front end is that Memphis and, and Washington, which is just a great game, is the first one on the slate. And I always hate, 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 hate when the best game uh, in terms of pace on the slate is going to be the first one right off the bat. We don't really get to take advantage of the late swap. Everybody gets the news on the front end. Uh, there are uh, some pieces like Winslow, uh, D'Anthony Melton, who saw his minutes go up to 22, put a 32.75. Uh, just about anybody can get there against Washington. Uh, Justice Winslow has point guard eligibility now, so you can you can throw him up on DraftKings at 3,900. Uh, only playing low 20s minutes, but again, you could do worse than a sub-4K Justice Winslow with the usage he's had the first couple games. Uh, on to shooting guard, yes? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, starting over on FanDuel, top end, Bradley Beal, 10,200. Again, same same great little matchup. Went completely nuts last time out, 61.4. All of a sudden, against Boston, he just went from being a non-factor. I was kind of underweight on these Washington guys, and then all of a sudden, I was very upset with myself because, of course, Bradley Beal was going to get there. Uh, I had a weak shooting guard position on that slate, but such is life. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, 8,200 in this slow-pace New York matchup. We know kind of what we're getting into there, but... DeMar DeRozan has a ceiling just about any spot. He's continuing to be under 8,400. I'm curious who might rest from San Antonio. We'll see if LaMarcus Aldridge, that's the main guy that I'm thinking, might rest on this back-to-back. We'll talk about a couple spurs coming up here, but not a very enticing game for anybody on that side of the ball. Uh, New York, we can definitely still fire up some shots on. Uh, Devin Booker, $8,000 in this tough L.A. matchup. Again, another guy who booted for 57.5 against Minnesota. Little tougher matchup here against the Lakers, uh, just slightly. So talk to me about the top end of shooting guard. Oh, my God, Paul George is 7,900 on FanDuel. That's jarring. Go ahead. Now you talk. Yeah, so you left off at a good spot for me to pick up on Paul George, 7,900. Let's ride versus Boston. I've been uh, playing Paul George quite a bit this year. I love his minutes. I like his shoot, taking a ton of shots. I expect him to shoot better than 2 of 10 from the field. I don't think Pandemic P is back, so I think this is more of a regular Bubble Paul revenge George. tour. Bubble revenge. Uh, yeah, and he's been great. Uh, Paul George has been, uh, I think, uh, like I said earlier on uh, other shows, that he's gotten too much hate at this point. Paul George, I think we can definitely target over there in FanDuel. I think Bradley Beal is going to be uh, coming at a pretty low ownership at 10 2. We see, we've seen a couple games now where Beal and uh, Westbrook are getting their upside games. They did it uh, a couple games ago against Minnesota. Obviously, the matchup helped, but they kind of were pretty solid against uh, Boston as well. So, Definitely an option. DeMar DeRozan, uh, 8,200. Seems like a very nice, solid floor play. Nothing too exciting. Devin Booker against the Lakers. I like to, I'm like. i targeting some guys against the Lakers now. With New Anthony Davis, their defense is just not the same. They're not playing as much defensive intensity. I don't think they have, they're having a championship hangover right now. They just miss AD a ton on the defensive end. Tyler Hero came back. Uh, I expected him to play around 30 minutes, but he did. Uh, he just wasn't shooting efficiently. And 6K, I'm okay with the price tag. I'm not that interested in him. If he's that ownership, I'll be coming in well under the field right now. And uh, Lonnie Walker deserves the mention 4,200. It's a back-to-back for San Antonio. I don't know what Pop is going to do, but he might uh, pull, pull a fast one on us and rest DeRozan and open up some starting lineup minutes and usage for Lonnie Walker. I think we can take some chances there. Desmond Maiden was great last time out. I was really high on him against Houston. He paid off pretty nicely for us. He's the man. I think we can consider an an option against Washington for sure. On FanDuel, that kind of wraps it up. Over there in DraftKings, 
leading off, we got Bradley Beal, 9,700. I like that. Obviously, the three-point bonus is going to help him. The shot volume is phenomenal. North of 25 shots is something that we'll take any day, even against Memphis. I have no issues going to pan out for Bradley Beal. Even 8,400, Paul George, I think it will be unique, a great ownership play. We know what his upside can be. And Chris Middleton, uh, similar to Paul George, 8,300, model of consistency for sure. Uh, both make for some great uh, spend of options. I prefer them both to Jalen Brown on the other side of things. And I prefer him to Devin Booker as well. So that's uh, how I stand on the upper tier over there in DK. Spending down, uh, I, I will, I'd be willing to go back to Dozier against Milwaukee. He was uh, great in 14 minutes last time out. Maybe we overreacted. I, uh, 30% was a lot higher than I expected for PJ Dozier, but and he's going to let a lot of people down. He's going to let me down tonight. So it's disappointing, but we try to go back when we can. And like you said, Facundo Composa, what a wonderful fa- phrase. He's not going to be there tomorrow. So I think taking shots with Dozier make a lot of sense. And Desmond Bain, 3,400, make for a fine option as well. It means no worries. Just play Michael Porter Jr. as a double-double with six minutes left in the third quarter. Let's go. Uh, it feels That's so good. I'm on the right side of variance for once in my life with Michael Porter Jr. Why did I cap him at 50%? Oh, yeah, because I was getting him in every lineup beforehand because my projections are obsessed with him. So whatever. Uh, God, I uh, tomorrow he's just going to be so chalky. Let's, that's a great segue over to small forward. Let's get to the top end. Uh, we'll stick with FanDuel here because uh, they're obviously going to be more owned over on FanDuel because of that small forward spot. We got LeBron James, 10,800, obviously a good spend up option. Uh, a 9,700 Kawhi Leonard. We actually have a bunch of dudes that we can spend up at the top end on small forward. Generally a position we like to punt. Jimmy Butler is questionable coming into this too, sitting at 9,500. Jalen Brown, 8,400, I believe is questionable if they would ever, if it would ever update. Yes, he is. There we go. Chris Middleton, 7,400. Oh my God. FanDuel hates us. Like FanDuel... Gosh, I love them so much. I've been having a lot of success over there this year. But man, Michael Porter Jr. uh, sitting there at 6,300 and Chris Middleton 7,400. How do you not just jam those in if you're me? Talk to me about small forward. Yeah, they're kind of of solving FanDuel's puzzle for us with these pricing mistakes, especially Middleton. I really like Middleton's price tag. I'm going to prefer to find those extra... extra, uh, $1,100, $900. Uh, $900. Good so. thing you have to play two, right? <laughs> you can just play yeah, them all. I just saw their price. Yeah, oh, $1,100 difference between Middleton and Porter. Yep. I, I prefer paying up for Middleton for sure. This we know what Porter, his defensive liabilities, Malone and his short leash with him. No one in Chicago really worries me, but he could have some trouble trying to keep up with Giannis and Middleton and Drew Holiday at times. So, And I think Budenholzer will drop a game plan to target Michael Porter's defense. I'm just reading maybe too much into it, but 6300 Porter Jr. makes for a fine price point. I like uh, the price tag with Kawhi Leonard, $9,700. Pretty solid. I think they're going to need him against this Boston matchup. Mid-40s pretty much seems like a lock for him, and if not higher. I prefer uh, Leonard to Butler, even if Butler plays. I know Butler's been doing so much for them right now, but this injury, this right knee inflammation doesn't sound nice. Uh, doesn't sound exciting for Butler and Miami Heat fans. They need him. So... I'm going to be uh, cautious with Jimmy Butler, even if he plays, just because they, they're, they're going to be cautious with him, I believe, with that in, knee injury for sure. LeBron James, yeah, uh, we already know the story with him. No AD, definitely the upside for more uh, 70 points is on the table for him, even in this Phoenix matchup. Uh, spending down mid-tier, RJ Barrett might have some ownership at 5,700. Very uh, points dependent, so he doesn't pick up that many peripherals. At times, he really needs uh, to get you over 20 real-life points and then find a way to get some extra rebounds. 
to really pay off that price tag at times. But 5,700, if his ownership is low, because you're at the roster too, definitely should be considered. And Will Barton, 4,900. I like. Uh, I, I would like to see what his ownership comes on that, but I think taking chances at Will Bar- Barton make a lot of sense. Uh, he might get some extra ball handling duties. I need to see how that plays out with Nofakunda Campazzo uh, in the second unit. So that's something to monitor as well. Over there in DK, spending up makes sense. Kawhi Leonard, 8,800. That's kind of cheap for Leonard. I like that right now. I like saving the $2,000 from LeBron to Leonard over there. Uh, definitely a fine option to go. And other price points, Jason Tatum is 9400 That seems kind of expensive just because he came off a game where he went north of 50 fantasy points against the Wizards. Now he's going to have to take on the, Lake, uh, the Clippers where he's going to have to handle Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on defense, who are both very elite defenders in my opinion. And I'm sure yours as well. So that's no easy task from going to Washington to the Clippers. This is totally the spot where Jason Tatum goes for 65, though. Like, this is this is just that sick place where, like, there's no chance I'm going to play him. He's going to be low-owned. He's got Brown back if he ends up being ruled in. I think if he's if Brown's ruled out, I'll still I'll still take some shots on Tatum. But, God, it is... It has not been pretty for him of late, uh, whether that's the COVID issues that he's been having. Uh, he did have 51 against Washington, so that, I mean, it didn't kill you, but he was mega chalk there. Much, much different spot, as you said. Uh, go ahead and round us out. That's really about it. And, uh, if uh, you if there's still backcourt injury situation, maybe taking a few shots with Alex Burks, but we've covered the likes of, uh, what's his name, uh, Dustin Bain and Dozier. Uh, we've we've covered what the instant, uh, the situation over there, but that really is it. I mean, Kawhi Leonard and everyone else over there for me on DK, the way things stand. I mean, FanDuel is going to be fun tomorrow. I'm <laughs> just playing two guys. <laughs> it's just going to be disgusting. Whatever. Uh, DraftKings, the DraftKings, you can kind of mix it up to whatever. Uh, Justice Winslow is 3,900. I'll say that again. Uh, even at low 20s minutes with the usage he's been having uh, in his first four games back, I'm, I'm still going to take some shots there, uh, even though I expect him to be popular for sure. And Will Barton just went over 10.5 points. So the NBA prop report short. Go and check that out sometime, guys. Uh, I, I put up a YouTube video every single day. So I'm writing a slate start article uh you can you can find the video attached to that every single night uh doing the nba prop report short firing that up here i'm doing a little personal plug here that's that's going to be our awesome plug for today just me uh we're going to be hosting the deep dive for the first time on wednesday so come on in come troll me uh check me out a little bit there uh that's going to be fun filling in for for Luffy as he's off before on- you check eric out i'll be on the strategy show wednesday morning so <laughs> Oh, man, so I might get uh, zero sleep uh, Tuesday to Wednesday morning. I have to check you out. I, I got to support my guy. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, this late starter will be on the awesome mainstream throughout on Wednesday. So definitely check us out on Wednesday for sure. Yeah, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, I've got uh, and then uh, I'll be doing the deep dive article on Thursday uh, for our last day before we all play NHL every single day for a week and try to figure out what's going on there. That'll be good times. But make sure that you hop over to awesome.com uh, just to give you a little preemptive stuff. Uh, you know, we'll have the all star break here coming up. We'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, so so we're going to have just a short, brief little break here for the all star break.
break, make sure you jump over and check out Jake Ari and a couple of these other guys that are putting out our NHL content. I've been very, very fortunate to, to have uh, access to some of those projections. They were absolute fire for the couple days that I've been able to play some volume over on NHL. So I uh, just want to give you a little plug on those guys too. They, they do amazing work. So, so jump on over there, stop guessing, start winning, and uh, yeah, get ready for NHL season because there's going to be five days of it. Uh, let's get to the top end of power forward. Uh, let's go to DraftKings. I was over on FanDuel. Again, I'm an equal opportunity uh, DraftKings FanDuel guy. Uh, looking at Giannis and Tedekumpo, 11,000 up against Denver. He, he's so good at, at fantasy basketball. Uh, I, I don't know. Some people were bashing him the other day as if he was bad or something. Uh, some other places. I, I just cannot even fathom thinking that Giannis sucks at basketball. He's incredible. That is now five consecutive games of 60-plus. The most consistent fantasy basketball player on the planet, playing 38 and 40 minutes his last two, uh, coming off of putting 66 and 67 and a half in 29 and, tw- and 33 minutes the games before. If this thing stays close, if this doesn't get blown out of the water against Denver, which I wouldn't expect it to, it's going to just be fantasy goodness all around for Milwaukee and Denver. So looking forward to that one. Uh, Jason Tatum, uh, the aforementioned 9,400, sitting there at the top end of uh, power forward as well. Uh, only if Jalen Brown's out for me. That's the only way I'd even like consider touching him tomorrow. Otherwise, let other people uh, run around and chase that one. And then Julius Randle, who's just been outrageous. Tibbs doesn't care about anyone. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about me or anybody else. Uh, when it comes to fantasy, he just does what he wants to do. I guess I should just be playing more of these Knicks and more of Julius Randle every single slate. Now coming off of three consecutive, well, four consecutive of 46 and a half or more. Uh, last two, 57 and a half, 51 for Julius Randle on DraftKings. 9,300, still a discount for a guy with this kind of usage in this kind of minutes. Uh, talk to me about power forward. Yeah, so obviously Giannis, uh, someone who's gone north of 70 fantasy points a couple times in his career versus Denver. I'm not, Denver's defense doesn't scare me whatsoever. And Denver will be on a back-to-back. Giannis should be an absolute monster. And definitely, uh, I believe, will be uh, projected to probably the highest player on most projection uh, systems across and models across the DFS circuit for sure. I think uh, Randall, $9,300. He is an all-star. I think someone we can consider at low ownership. And he's been very consistent himself as well. There are, hopefully there's enough value to maybe we can potentially jam those guys in. Man, it's going to be – man, it makes me sick to my stomach to say I'm going to prefer Randall to Tatum at those prices just because I saved $100 and maybe I can do something with those $100, pay up somewhere else for an uh, improvement elsewhere. It's just the matchup uh, lies out that way. Spending down, John Collins came off a monster, monster game of 58 fantasy points against the same uh, Miami team. Now, is that realistic from John Collins? Unlikely, but – We'll have to see what Nate McMillan does with this rotation, uh, as obviously being named a new interim full-time coach, I believe. It might change. I'm not too sure what they'll do with Collins. I would like him to get some extra backup five minutes just because he could definitely get – we'll find his way to extra peripheral stats. Someone over on FanDuel where blocks are uh, rewarded, I think we can definitely consider John Collins over there. Other guys on FanDuel, Giannis, 11-3, phenomenal play. Bam, out of bio, no Jimmy Butler. Came a little disappointing for us. Didn't uh, get the 50 fantasy point threshold. Uh, but I think we can definitely go back to Bam in the same match versus Atlanta. I prefer saving to Bam over there uh, than Randall. I think that's an $800 difference. It's pretty significant, especially if no Butler. John Collins has been bumped up to 7800 It's okay. I don't like the price bump that much. 
If Jason Tatum is also 9,300, I think he's going to come in pretty low on and a purely an ownership play. Nerlens Noel, I believe they just ruled Taj Gibson out tomorrow. If he's going to get 40 minutes, sign me up for Nerlens Noel all day, every day, especially against San Antonio. I think Nerlens Noel is going to be a very popular option, and rightfully so. I think Nerlens Noel is probably one of my favorite plays on the slate over there in FanDuel, the way things stand right now. And I think Trey Lyles will get some ownership like he did today, 4K if he's starting. Maybe it's a back-to-back Noel Aldridge tomorrow, potentially, as he's coming back from injury. We'll have to monitor that situation potentially some extra minutes for Trey Lyles for sure. And that really is it. It's Nerlens Noel on FanDuel and everyone else. Kind of agree with you. I, you could take some shots on on Bobby Portis. If those minutes get up there, we know what Bobby can do randomly. But there's a there's an opportunity cost of power forward tomorrow over on FanDuel with Giannis up top, Julius Randle, Bam Adebayo, 8,700, depending on the Butler news, uh, John Collins, who just went completely nuts. I'm probably not going to chase that game at 7,800. Definitely more interested in getting to him over at 6,800 over on DraftKings. Michael Porter Jr., 6,700 on DraftKings. I, I still... I'm hoping that suppresses some ownership there. Uh, I'll still be taking my regular daily shots of Michael Porter Jr., which sounds like he's my COVID vaccine, but he might be. He, he might be able to to help me out a little bit. I'm here for it. Uh, anybody else you want to talk up, uh, talk about before we round up the day? No, let's talk about Nerlens Noel on center on DK. Let's get the center rotation started. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Yeah, he's 5,200 down there. I'll let you talk a little bit about it. Well, we already did talk about him. Just play him 5,200. Uh, Giannis Cupa on DraftKings sitting at the 11K number. Uh, you've got Jokic sitting at 10,800 in the middle of an absolute whooping of Chicago. Uh, they're they're only up two, but uh, through three quarters, he's just got a ridiculous stat line. You guys can look it up for yourself. Uh, I don't think he's going to go underlooked by any means. On FanDuel, 11,000. Then you go down to Capella, 8,500. I thought it was kind of rare that Capella and Collins went off together. I think that's going to be something that I want to take a, a closer look at to kind of figure out, because I, I can't remember many times that they went off together, just simply because there aren't enough rebounds to go around. Uh, but maybe it was just a poor shooting night by Miami on the front end of it I, I'm not sure I'm gonna I'm gonna do some digging DeAndre Ayton on FanDuel sitting at 7,500 uh, jumping back over to DraftKings Bam at a bio 8,700 center only Clint Capella 8,200 center only uh, a lot of options up top couple in the mid-range uh, but but just like always very top heavy Nikola Jokic gonna eat up a bunch of it for me talk to me about center yeah over there in DK we know the upside with Jokic and Giannis it'd be fun to find lineups if we can jam it in both. If there's enough value that opens up, maybe this game is a track meet and they both uh, uh, go off. Uh, Jokic has played well against Milwaukee in his career. There was a game last year specifically, I want to say in February, if I'm not mistaken, where Milwaukee, uh, Denver was shorthanded. I think they had only seven guys, seven or eight guys, and they pulled off the win at Milwaukee, one of the most impressive wins in Malone's coaching career. I thought it was a very impressive win, and Jokic was great then. Other center options, I think Jonas Valanciunas, all things put together, the guy who's coming off a bad game, now is going to a great matchup. His price works out. There's a potential for Jonas Valanciunas to absolutely be a monster against this Washington team. I like that quite a bit. DeAndre Ayton has uh, been performing well in the minutes he's getting. He's gotten 40 and 39 fantasy points. We'll take those uh, fantasy outputs, especially at that price tag at $6,700. I like that quite a bit. Nerland's Noel, 5200 makes for a fine option. And then Matra's Arrow. Someone who I think is going to get some extra minutes. So if he gets 30 minutes, I'll take Montrezero versus DeAndre Ayton. 5,600, I believe, is his price tag on DK. Correct. Something yep. 
I like that quite a bit. But they only played Andre 11 Miller's... minutes. They just rested him against Golden State. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really hoping that keeps his ownership yeah. down uh, because, yeah, it was disappointing, but it was an absolute whooping. I had a ton of LeBron and got screwed too. But who cares? Fire yeah. it back up. Definitely. And Nerlens Noel, under him, it's going to be tough to go there. Uh, Robert Williams has now gone up. But, yeah, Nerlens, under Nerlens Noel, it's going to be hard for me to uh, consider anyone right now. Over there in FanDuel, Jokic leads the way 11K. Fine, fine. Spend up option, definitely. Someone to consider. Uh, Capella 8,500 is mad. I'm still like going through the phases of Capella just having this monster year. Leading the league in rebounds has been impressive. Uh, But Jonas Valanciunas, 7K. I like saving the $1,500 because I think Valanciunas has a huge upside within him, especially against Washington. And Montrezl Harrell uh, is the third center I'd consider over there on FanDuel uh, for sure right now. Anyone else that really stands out to you outside of those three in terms of pricing and all things put together? I mean, there's like a segment I have sponsored by Robert Williams. Uh, not intentionally, but it's a guy that I always have 5% of. The problem is people are starting to catch on to that now. Uh, I've been doing that pretty much since the start of the year. It was a lot more fun to play Robert Williams at 0.5% than at 15%. So even at 4,600, though, uh, on DraftKings, again, I'm not looking at him being my sole center at any point in time, but on DraftKings, I do like to try to find a punt or two uh, where you can play two centers. You can kind of pair them together. They generally have double-double upside, and when you get that bonus, if you can get somebody low-owned, it's it's really valuable. Mark Gasol, 3,800, uh, just hasn't necessarily been playing the minutes. Only played 16 against Golden State. I would expect against Phoenix where they have Aiton, they have Kaminsky. It could be something where him and, I mean, him and Harrell never share the floor really, but Gasol definitely has some like 25 maybe sitting there and upside. We just haven't seen the rebounds at all. He hasn't exceeded five rebounds in his last 10. So that makes, I guess that does make it tough. Uh, Precious Achua getting a shout out on the Slate Starter podcast. 12 minutes, 27.75 DraftKings points. If you want your 0.01% owned guy, Precious Achua, is that for you? Uh, please tell me somebody else. We can't finish with Precious Achua on the, on the Slate Starter today. Nerlens Noel, uh, the minutes are great. Uh, he's going to be, I think, really owned. Hopefully he doesn't let, uh, let the chalk down because I think he's going to be really good shot. Yeah, you were spot on with your Porzingis call yesterday. Thank you for that, by the way. Had some Kleba. Thank you for that as well. You are very good at DFS. Uh, finish us out here, buddy. No, thanks so much for joining us on this Tuesday NBA Slate Starter Show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And hopefully tonight's Late Night Hammer comes in for you guys. And good luck, everybody. Hopefully it comes in for me. Monk, Bridges, Bell, uh, Ball. Please, just one time, baby. One time. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Uh, catch you on Wednesday. Bye.